Welcome to the 135th edition of Make Pro Wrestling Majestic Again. I am Tiger Height. And I am Peanut Gallery. So, uh, we are making some changes. Yay. Our first change, our set. Yes. So, a uh, whole new set. We don't have to move anything or do anything like that. Uh, we cool. will be changing it around a little bit more as time goes, but this is sort of where it's going to be for right now. Okay. Peanut Gallery. I'm going to get on my... Uh, I'm going to get on my soapbox. Okay, sounds good. Uh, also, the soapbox will slightly change yep. over the course of the weeks. But let's talk about Raw, because Raw was different in a lot of ways. Uh, it was... I didn't get like the ratings or anything for them, because I, I just didn't. Uh, they're not really important in this yeah. episode. So, Raw was right in the middle of that enormous winter storm, yep. and they were in, I believe, Kentucky or Nashville. It was no, somewhere they, they were in, um, I think they were in Arkansas. They were in Arkansas. So, I think the set that they used is one of their house show sets, if yes. I'm not mistaken, uh, because they, they couldn't get the supplies out to... Also, I think there were some parts of the state that couldn't even leave. Right. Uh, because of the storm, because that, like, that whole side of the state got hit. Yeah. So... Uh, it, it turned out to be a good show. This was the world title match, Jinder uh, Mahal and Rollins. It was a good match, but Rollins got hurt yep. partway through the match, which is why um, I think the ratings weren't as high as they should have been. Our truth continues to be the best thing on the show with this. Akira Tozawa beat Ivar, which is also great because Akira Tozawa is also great. Uh, Cody and it looks like it's going to be Cody and Drew. It looks like there's going to be at least a three-way there with Punk, okay. so that's fine. Uh, other than that, oh, and DIY got a huge reaction on this show, and I have no idea why. That's but weird. It's good. I, yeah. I'm happy. But at the same time, I was just kind of like, oh, that's kind of strange. Right. Let's go into NXT. Obafemi's first segment as, like, as speaking, he is awesome. Mm-hmm. He is a great speaker, very articulate. They're, they're going to put the rocket ship on that guy. They better. Yeah. Push him to the moon. But Roxanne Perez won the number one contendership. They have been slowly churning her heel. Okay. And I am so 100% digging that because it, that needed to happen a long-ass time right. ago. So her winning this number one contender battle royal, her going after Lyra not next week. It might be next week. Uh, it, there's like a big special that they're okay. doing, and that's yeah. when it's going to happen. Uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams continue to have their issues, but they still won their match. Ridge Holland and Joe Coffey had a match, which was okay. And um, uh, Chase U and LWO had a match. That was fine. Other mm-hmm. than that, um, and Tatum Paxley continues to be uh, hot and creepy at the same time. Okay. It's a very strange juxtaposition. We're just going to roll with it. So let's talk about Dynamite, 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 Dynamite. Uh, so Dynamite did a lot better in numbers. I yeah. do remember that. They almost got 900,000. Yeah, I heard about that. Overall, well. so that was much better than the 797 that they did last week. Yep. So that's good. Now, I believe the only reason people were wanting to do this was because of what happened on Twitter with Gender Hook and all that, because yeah. Raw also had a boost in ratings. Yeah. Uh, not as dramatic of a boost, but they did have a boost. Yeah. The problem here is that they have made Joe the least credible champion after one match. Yep. He is the muscle buster. One of the most protected moves in wrestling Mm -hmm. was kicked out at a one by hook. Right. Now, if it was like Kenny Omega, Roman Reigns, Adam, uh, Adam Page, somebody like that, like, like an actual main eventer. 
that's fine. Like a big but dude. Not, but not a third-tier person who obviously was not going to win. The, I have no idea. The only reason he, the only reason he did this... Because Jinder Mahal, was, Jinder Mahal ratioed yeah. the entire company in Hook. Right. So it was just a vanity project. Uh, here's the thing. and I'm not even going to shit on too much on the match. I did like this match. Right. But Hook is definitely not ready. His selling is not there. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have that oomph. He needs he needs something else. Right. I don't know what it is. I it might be just muscle mass. Yeah, I and think so. He is very skinny, like really, really skinny. And it's like Joe, it should not take Joe this long to right. beat Hook. Like no. seriously, it should not take that long to beat Hook. Deanna Perrazzo's debut match was here. Well, she had a match on collision, but her um uh the only the only uh, uh the only brand that matters here within AEW Dynamite. Uh this right. was her debut match and it was fine. They're putting her right in the world title picture, so I'm happy about that. That, the very least, that was mm-hmm. a good booking decision overall. Oh, I'm, I, we're going to talk about it later, but Mark Briscoe continues to dig up his brother and rape the body because I'm getting absolutely sick and tired of it. Now, yeah, so am I. I get it. Okay, I'm going to, at the very least, give them a credit here. Yeah, this was legitimately the one year anniversary of the accident. Yeah. So. I'm going to give it somewhat of a pass, but can we please drop talking right. about Jay yeah. every 10 minutes? At every turn, they're talking about Jay. We'll talk about that a little bit more um, you know, as, as we go through the show. But yeah, it was kind of annoying. But everything else on the show was a complete and utter mess. They have subsequently destroyed any interest with the Undisputed Kingdom over the course of two weeks. Because now Roderick Strong is going for the international goddamn champion. There is nobody, not a single person within the Undisputed Kingdom that are going for the AEW World Tags. They're not going for the TNT champion. They're not going for the world goddamn right. champion. I mean, I mean, who who is who is the most credible person right now to even go for the world champion in this company? That's why they need to bring back the ranking system, which they are. Which they are. Thank Christ, because they needed to a long time ago. Right. But yes, uh, it, this this was a very interesting dynamite. It wasn't the worst, right. but it was an interesting dynamite. Uh, people saying that Dustin Rhodes can still go are clearly absolutely delusional. Huh, I put up the wrong one because I put on power. Um, there was no power, by the way. Uh, oh, there so, was not. No, uh, it was a recap show. I ah. don't know why, but it was a recap show. I'm going to assume they had the same issues that everybody else did with the winter storm. Yeah, probably. So they were like, let's just do this for right now and try to get everything together once things start falling off. Yep. And finally, I get to talk about TNA. Yay! All right, so TNA had to knock this out of the park because this is the first show since, I think, 2014 Mm -hmm. that TNA was TNA before they had to move to Impact. Yeah. They did an excellent job on this show. Okay. Uh, apparently, there have been some big debuts uh, for the last Orlando tapings. Yep. So I'm quite pleased about that. Uh, they are putting Nick Nimeth not immediately against Moose. They're putting him with uh, Steve Macklin. Yep. And that, that promo I heard was excellent. It was very good. It was a very good promo. Uh, and it, yeah, I liked it a lot. The, the main event, Josh Alexander and Will Ospreay was excellent. But... I mean, it's a Will Ospreay, Josh Alexander match. You're going to get nothing but excellence right. on there. Uh, for me personally, their first match was better. Yeah. Well, so the sequel's never going to be as good. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, and uh, 
uh, the uh, turn from Frankie Kazarian to Eric Young was very surprising, actually. I was very yep. glad that they did that. And the X Division was a better showcase than the pay-per-view match because Jake Something was in it. So you had a diverse set of uh, body types and um, uh, wrestling styles. Yep. So there you go. And maybe a couple of more big guys in the match would have been better. But at the very least, within what they had, I'm, I'm not going to complain too much about right. it. And finally, SmackDown. SmackDown's last ratings was 2.465 million and a point six seven demo. So very good on both. The show itself, the only thing that I'm having a moan about is the main event scene. Because they have announced this match. They had all these weeks. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like they've been doing the same thing. Yeah. Where it's been RKO, Jimmy eats the loss. RKO, Jimmy eats the loss. And at that point, I'm like, okay. We need to get some new material yeah. or something else. Well, at least, the, at least the Royal Rumble is next week. Right. The Royal Rumble is next week, so we can at the very least have that one extra day yep. for something for SmackDown and get it out of the way. But there you go. Uh, AJ Styles and LA Knight had a pretty good match, and I want to continuously gush about the women's tag division within WWE because, once again, they put on a good match. This is the fourth consecutive good match within the women's division, the tag division specifically, yeah. that I have seen. Uh, the title switch for, to Katana Chance and Caden Carter was good. Their matches with the previous champions were good. This match with the Unholy Union was good. And then the Kabuki Warriors are right there. Right. You are establishing a tag division. Not yep. only that, but a credible tag division where every single match had time to breathe, yep. told a good story, it's just been awesome. Yeah. So they are saving this tag division, which I never thought they could do. Right. So that's great. And finally, uh, Roman Reigns getting an RKO was pretty good, really um, exercising that. Uh, and Kevin Owens and Logan Paul had a great back and forth. Uh, Logan Paul, in another life, Logan Paul could have been one of the best wrestlers of this era. Yeah, 100 yeah. million percent. He has every single tool that you need to be a pro wrestler. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, I would even put him over Kenny Omega as a part of in-ring talent. Like, legitimately, he has it. And Kenny Ooh, Omega's that's been... A, that's a, yeah, that's a pretty bold statement you just made there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Every single match has been awesome. That's true. He knows how to do it. Kenny yeah. Omega has one direction. He can't even really necessarily be funny without it being kind of cringy. Right. Logan Paul can be humorous and not it be kind of cringy. Right. So there's that. That's why I say it. It might be bold, but it might it's fact. When Tiger Height speaks, it's only facts. Oh, whatever. <laughs> so when we come back, Peanut Gallery, what are we talking about? Well, we're going to talk about a variety of different things because I'm going to be changing up my segments a little bit more. Okay. And um, yeah, we'll see how it works. All right. Okay, we are back. I am going to try to be quieter because the audio is kind of being, uh, is, is getting muffled. Yeah. So. So anyways, um, let's break down some of these news stories over the past week here, starting obviously with Seth Rollins. And um, remember last week when we talked about the unpredictability of the main event of WrestleMania? Well, this probably just put a monkey wrench into it. Um, these are big injuries. These are not. Yeah. He's. I, I don't think he's going to be able to wrestle through it. I mean, a torn ACL and a partially torn MCL. That is what they're theorizing. It is not quite confirmed as of right now that these are going to be 
extremely bad injuries. Um, obviously, we're going to find out about this tomorrow, but I thought that we should start off with this story because this one was very much related to what we did last week about the main event of WrestleMania and how Seth Rollins was almost a guarantee to be an integral part of it. But now, with the situation injury. looks to be extremely different. Yep. Uh, I mean, this is guaranteed that he will not be defending this title at the Royal Rumble. There's just no way they're going to Does he have a match at the Royal Rumble? No, there was no match announced for Royal Rumble for Rollins. So he's probably going to be taking at least that pay-per-view off. I would probably we say... Don't, we don't know, like I said, we don't really know the extent of his injuries yet. Only he knows, and he is going to make an announcement on Raw, on Raw tomorrow yep. as to what the future of his title reign is going to be, essentially. Yep. Absolutely. And it sucks because yeah. he has had a very good reign. He has with had this he title. has had a stellar year with this title. I mean, wasn't he wrestler of the year from PWI this year I too? I think so. I mean he, that's how good he's been. And and now, then and then we're we were looking forward to this huge program that he was going to do with CM Punk. That was just going to be mwah. And now that's in doubt. Yep. Uh, but here, here is my, uh, here's, here's my thing here. Because we don't know how bad this is, he could be fine for yes. Mania. Now, how they're going to build this, it might be dramatic. It's going to be dramatically it's going different. To be different. Yes. Regardless of how bad the injury is. Oh, and by the way, don't blame gender. I saw people blaming gender in his no. uh, poor. A, gender did not do that bad of a job on the match. And two, it was from the lion's salt. He landed awkwardly on his knee. It was yeah. 100% an accident. So let's calm down. Yeah. So, um, but it's definitely going to change the way that the next couple of pay-per-views are going to be booked for sure. Yep. Because Rollins is such a big part of not only Raw, but probably in right. Romania. And, and the other thing, too, that you have to understand is that Rollins is, was the workhorse world champion Reigns was meant to be the special attraction. Yep. So how are you going to reconcile those two? Are you going to are you going to kind of coerce Reigns into doing more matches? Like more world title defenses to kind of compensate for Rollins no longer being able to perform at the level that he has, at least for the next couple of months? Or are you going to vacate the title? Or are you go like like what is the situation? Because obviously, I, we we really don't know. I have what a, I WrestleMania have, is going to bring at this. Point. I have a theory, and it's entirely based on if Rollins has to vacate. Mm -hmm. I would do this. I would have the qualifying matches over the course of the weeks after the Royal Rumble, mm -hmm. and the winner of each match will be in an elimination chamber match to determine. For the vacant, uh, for the vacant world champion, if he has to vacate it, yeah, that's what I would do. That, that's what I would do as well. But I would not put CM Punk in that match. No, I would wait for him for Mania. Yep. Now that he could either win Mania, win a big match, or whatever, because we already I, have McIntyre you know, and Punk at each other's throats. That's a, uh, that's a good alternative for Mania. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, but again, we just don't know. But that was the first big story, I think, of the week. So let's move on and talk about something a little bit different, and that is <sighs> the Briscoes. God. This was the anniversary of the death of Jay Briscoe. 
And so, of course, Tony Khan wants to trout out the family and get all the emotions together, even though they've been shoving this motherfucker down our throats for the last year. He has he never wrestled a fucking goddamn match on this program. And he is more prominent than Jay Briscoe's brother. And he is the one that's alive. (laughs) Jay Briscoe's. I mean, that pretty much is what that's his gimmick. His gimmick is Jay Briscoe's brother. I mean, these the, the, the kids that you see on the screen are Jay Briscoe's kids. Right. Now, I'm glad that they're good. Like, I'm seriously yeah, glad that they're Because this was the family that was injured in the accident. Yes. Um, some of them a little more severely than others. I think the uh, I think the daughter was the most severely well, injured. There, there were two daughters. So no. uh, one of them couldn't walk for a while. Right. Because I guess there was, uh, I'm not sure if it was a leg or a spine thing, but she's walking, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, one of them was hurt a lot worse than the other, and Jay basically went through the windshield yeah. and was killed on impact. So, so wear your seatbelts, right. kids. Um, but let's let's talk about this whole situ- this whole year of Jay Briscoe's they passing. They have to stop. Yeah, this has to it stop. Does. It needs to stop. I, 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 I almost want to have a counter on how many times they mentioned Jay when Mark wrestles, and it's. It's it's at nauseum. It's yeah, absolutely it ad nauseum. And here is here's the, here's going to be my counterpoint to a lot of people saying that I'm having the wrong opinion about this. I want you to take this exact same scenario and put it on WWE television. Right. Are you going to have the same reaction to them bringing him up over and over again? Because here's the thing too: is you have to remember that during the same year. An active WWE superstar also died. Bray Wyatt. We and he was even more prominent in television than Jay Briscoe ever was in AEW. No, JJ. No, Jay Briscoe never wrestled a match in AEW. That's true. And here's the thing: we're not we're not trying to play apples to oranges here, but this is literally apples to oranges. This is this is a professional wrestling company reacting to the death of an active superstar within their promotion and you look at the ways in which each person is is um uh each each person is a uh, uh, kind of remembered now on that program now obviously bo dallas is not in this um in this company but there well, were no he is bo dallas is in the wwe but but he's, he's not, not an active wrestler within the wwe as of right now but that's a theory for another. And, and guess what, people? If they bring back Uncle Howdy to try to finish the story, I'm going to have the legitimate same complaints. Right. Because that is an instrumental part of the Bray Wyatt cinematic universe, which was Bray Wyatt. Right. He is no longer here. If Bo Dallas comes back, he has to be back as Bo Dallas. Yes. They cannot mention Bray. No. Now, he might. He can do like a tribute move or something. Right. Totally fine. I right. don't care. Right. But don't bring up Bray when somebody else is wrestling. Don't say, oh, right. I'm doing this for Bray. Why bother? Right. And here's the thing. Remember in 2005 when they, had to, when they brought up Eddie Guerrero every yep. eight seconds? It was voted the worst thing in the world. What's different here? Right. You know what's different? You know what's fucking different? Where it is. Yeah. If this was in WWE, people would have a fucking complaint about it. Right. Ridiculous. Anyways, let's move on to our next story. God bless America. <laughs> let's talk about how just god-awful Rampage's matches were. Like, they were some of the most random rinky-dink matches, I think, that you commented on this on Friday. 
how random the matches were. I did comment on them. I can't remember if the matches were necessarily bad in ring. Well, but let's talk about the matches in context. Okay. And and talk about your your reaction to the initial decision when they announced the card for this show because it is very telling as to what the booking style of Tony Khan is. I legitimately cannot remember. Oh, well, what did I what did I, I say? Again, you said like look at these matches. These matches are the most random things in the world and then you wonder why no stories are being told. Well, you can say that about any company, but it's so obviously in front of it on Rampage. It is. Rampage, I think, is the worst offender. I, I get it that Rampage is not the primary show on this. I get I get that it is a Collision, secondary show. Collision isn't either, but they have stories at the very least. But this one is a little bit different because I I don't know why they even have Rampage anymore. <laughs> I don't either. They're, 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 they're getting trounced on SmackDown. They have a show on Saturday. Pick Collision or pick Rampage right. and get rid of the other one. You're going to save a lot more money. The company lost thirty-four fucking million dollars mm-hmm. last year, and if they continue with these three shows bullshit, guess what's going to continuously happen? They're going to continuously gonna lose money, right? And and, and 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 get hurt. I yeah, mean, because every time you're put into a match, your risk of injury is always there. And if you're doing multiple matches on the same show, I mean, Darby Allen wrestled where Darby Allen legitimately said he almost broke his fucking neck last week at the homecoming show. Yeah. Why is he wrestling? Right. This guy is taped up like a mummy. It's like almost everybody is. Yeah. It's um, but you know, again, it's it's just another symptom of the the decisions that are being made at a high level as to how bad the booking is and and how mis there's no reason for any of those matches to have occurred on that card that day. Absolutely not. You could have entirely skipped that show and have had no 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 reason to miss anything like you didn't miss anything right um but i want to talk about that because you did make that comment now let's talk about cora jade this poor gal another major injury she's gonna be out for another nine months what was do you remember what her other injury was no i don't remember what because i know was. i know she returned yep she was back for like two, three weeks, and then now it's I think it's another MCL tear. Like, yep. Nine months out of action. Ugh. This girl cannot catch a break. She is she is the modern day Tommaso Ciampa when it comes to injuries. I know, and Tommaso Ciampa is still competing at a high level. So I'm I'm not obviously ruling her out, but Tommaso Ciampa had the neck surgery. Yep. And I think it was a shoulder injury. Yep. And he was out for two good years at mm-hmm. that rate. And so this poor guy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no idea. Like, like the problem with injuries is you can't really build a character when you're injured so much. It's right. hard to build yourself up. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure what she's doing or whatever. But right. bitch, you need to stretch or something because right. clearly you're doing something that is stifling your muscles to where that yep. happens. Now it could be just accident. It could have. Um, yeah. I, I I remember. Uh, this was eons ago, but it was, uh, I think Alex Shelley was out with a torn MCL. Yeah. He returns, and literally the match that they had, Chris Sabin gets injured with yep. a torn ACL, and it's like, man, this tag team cannot catch a break. But, I mean, the, the core J thing sucks. It yeah, does. it does. It's, it's, it's a, an unfortunate thing, but it does happen. Now, let's talk about um, TNA's newest signings, and they've all, they've all commented on how happy they were and i want to kind of put this into perspective because 
It feels like a whole new company. In the past, people were thinking, oh, AEW is where you go to really build your character, really develop your character. No. But I'd rather go to TNA. I don't see that anymore. Right. TNA has become the destination for wrestlers who really want that freedom, but they can still develop storylines that mean something. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, and we again, we talked about it with AEW in the past, but it really just isn't the same AEW that we have anymore. It's really not. I mean, it, it sucks, but, you know, thank God Ziggler decided not to do that. He's going to do stuff with New Japan. He's going to do stuff with TNA. Yeah, perfect. And and like I said, both him and Ash by Elegance, yes. who was Fucking, Dana Brooke. I hate that name. Um, commented, rec- commented within the last week is how much happier they are now that they're in TNA and how much how how much they're looking forward to their career now that they're part of this company. Right. I mean, here's the thing. It's not a super overbloated roster. They no. have like one, maybe two shows max yeah. with um explosion coming back. And it's like you go there for a weekend yeah. and wrestle a couple of times and that's the month and then you can do whatever. I mean Ziggler has outside projects that he wants mm-hmm. to do. Ash by Elegance has outside projects that you want to do. You have that freedom with a right. place like TNA. You don't have that freedom like with AEW or WWE. Right. You just don't. I mean, I mean, with AEW, yeah, you might have a little bit of creative freedom, but if you're booked like a, if you're booked like a, I don't know, a, a potato chip, then you're not going to get your character across. Right. You're just not. So I'm happy that Ziggler made this choice. And the same thing with Ash and. You know, it's like the career resurgence has happened within TNA yeah. to a very great degree. Yeah, career uh, resurgence has happened all the time in TNA. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Moose is still with this company. He's the he's a huge right now. Yeah, uh, even within the wrestling world, you have Brian Myers, you have Matt Cardona. I mean, Kurt Angle. Yeah. So there are a lot of people who went through this company who really did great things. Yeah, they I did mean, some great work. Gail so, Kim, Mickey yeah. James, for God's sake. So. Good thing for him. And I think our final one. Yep, it, our final one. Obviously, we got to talk about. If he does not go to Kazuchika Okada. Fucking moron. Now, obviously, this is not news anymore, but Kazuchika Okada is leaving New Japan after his current contract expires. I think, it's, I think it ends at and, the end of February. And already, there have been rumors going around that TNA, uh, not TNA, um, AEW and WWE are the two in contention right now. And the rumor is, as of right now, that AEW has presented the best first offer. Okay. So he has not yet made a decision as of the recording of this video, but we will expect there to be a a war, a contract war going on over this individual between WWE and AEW. I mean, I get it. He's he's probably one of the biggest stars that New Japan has had. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean... It, it, we're not even talking about the other guy who's leaving too, Tamatanga. Right. There, there are a lot of prominent people within but New Tama Japan Tonga, that are leaving. But Tamatanga has not been confirmed to have. Oh no, no, he's done. He's out. Oh, he is. Yeah, he, he okay. already he already dropped the title. He's he's gone. No, but he hasn't confirmed that he's leaving. No, he already did. Oh, really? Yeah. When he, was that? Uh, like yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, then that's news. Well, to they, me. they they took him they took him off of their website all of a sudden. There was right. a huge controversy there, and we, we are we all knew that he was leaving after but, I think but New Year's Dash. Do we? But has he confirmed that he is? Leaving? Yes, he is. He did a promo, and he said, "Yeah, I'm I'm gone." And I'm, it's like right with Hiroshi Tanahashi's leadership. Why are all of these 
prominent people leaving. And again, that might be a story for another day, but I did want to talk about this because this was big news out of this week. That if if Okada was not a fucking moron, he would go to WWE. Yep. And because I'll tell you why, the last person that came from New Japan in a main event role was Jay White. Yeah. And now Jay White is playing around with scissoring and now he is the six man tag for a dead brand. For oh yeah, for Ring of Honor, yes. Yeah, it's it's for Ring of Honor. Uh it's the most ridiculous thing and Okada better fucking see that. Right. But you never know what they're gonna do. Right. Anyways, but that's all the news that we have for this week. Let me know what your thoughts are on doing something like this. So the idea is that I'm gonna do one big news story. I mean, not like reporting the news, but like giving my opinion on it. Right. And then doing a bunch of smaller stories. And I wanted this one to be a little bit longer because, of course, we don't have a main topic. Right. But when we come back, we're going to talk. We're going to watch, watch a match. Watch a match together. Yep. So we are back. Uh, this was a match from 2015. It is Kota Bushi taking on um, okay, uh, Yoko Hiro. Uh, Yoshihiko. Yoshihiko. Which was, I think, a legitimate doll. Yes. So uh, this is one of the many sex dolls that are going around Japanese wrestling right now. And uh, just for context, this Japanese sex doll is a 14-time uh, their, uh, their, uh, Iron Man champion. Ah, yes. So without further ado, I don't think it's a full match. I think it's part of it, but we're going to watch it together. I love how good Kota Bushi looks, too. Oh. They couldn't hear it for a second. There we go. Yeah, you see, I think they have that cut up. Yeah. A little choppy there. Yeah, I don't know why, but my... Uh... No, there we go. Okay. My, my computer does that sometimes with, uh, with the uh, uh, footage for some <laughs> reason. I don't understand why the crowd is so into... <laughs> okay, <laughs> What is going on with the choppiness? Go away. Thank you. Oh, yeah, and then there was, like, these people in the black, uh, in, in the black that will take the doll and do stuff with it. This is weird. I don't understand. I'm just, like, so disappointed in life because people were literally saying that this match was actually not even all that bad. I'm like, are you drunk? I mean, they probably were drunk on Saki. But yeah, it looks like they did cut it up a little bit. Okay. Well, thank God, because okay, this... Okay, Kota Bu why, why is Kota Bushi just like... And he, this is when he actually looked good. Right. This is a legitimate sex doll. <laughs> this is horrendous. DDT is known for this shit, though. Yeah. Is this DDT? This yes, is DDT. Is. Yeah, this is DDT. This is on their official channel. I don't know why this thing is having such a problem. It was working just fine earlier. Well, because you probably have the, um, you probably have the, uh, uh, what do you call it? You probably have the uh, things going at the same time, like the stream and. Well, yeah. And, well, yeah. It's, it's not streaming. I'm recording. Right, but you have that on at the exact same yep. time. I, I just don't understand this. Is this this is a thing within DDT? Yes. Yeah, they have weird matches, like especially with the um uh the that Iron Man champion. Yeah, I can probably imagine. That's like a twenty four seven champion, but a little more extreme, right? Right. Okay. Here's my other question. I don't get this. 
like you have a doll as a wrestler. Yeah. And this doll's been wrestling. This apparently this is like the third incarnation of this. There have been four. Mm-hmm. Why did you have to choose a sex doll? Because this is um this is uh uh this is Japan. There was the word I was trying to get. Well, I mean, is it like, oh. It almost sounds like it's piped in crowd noise. It almost has to be. Yeah. This is just the weirdest thing ever. I don't I don't even know how to react. <laughs> like Kotobuchi He's he's getting his ass kicked with a, by a doll while he's technically kicking his own ass. Right, he's technically he's just legitimately kicking his own ass. I think this is where the famous spot is with the multiple yeah there. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I will say I'm, I'm going to give Kota Bushi some credit doing all doing of that. Doing this, right, doing this without the assistance of someone else because it's literally a doll. It cannot assist you. It cannot help pull your momentum. You're literally pulling all of your own momentum. Right, well, that's why they look so bad. I will give him credit. At the very least, he made it look somewhat credible. Right. But this is when he looked good and not on bicycles doing dumb shit. I mean, hell, if the crowd is entertained by it, I guess I don't necessarily see a problem with it, but right. it's like, like to me, it's a little ridiculous. There's a way to do it that making you look like a total jackass. <laughs> he, just, he just drags the whole thing on there. I mean, at least he's doing his best to make it look as credible as possible. Right. <laughs> it's like the most shitty. Like, like I said, sometimes it's maybe not necessarily like a bad match that we watch. It might be a why. Weird. Why is a referee attending to the doll? Because it's DDT. I don't know where they're wrestling, but it, 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 looks, it looks literally Jimmy looks like a high school gymnasium. It looks like a town hall. Yeah, I guess that's true too. See, they have the they have a person helping the the, the legitimate sex all. I'm sure Kodobushi used this thing after the match too. <laughs> you know that motherfucker's not getting laid. That's Look true. at him; he's literally wrestling a doll. No, no one in Japan's getting laid. That's why their birth rate's so low. Really? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, their birth rate is pretty damn low. This is better than wrestling a legitimate child. That's true. That shit was creepy. And do find someone wrestling? Probably find someone wrestling there. <laughs> I don't think that would be safe. I'm but. sure I can. I want to find the match where they did the entire match in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 like that Iron Man champion can, is literally fodder forever. That probably the, is. They have the weirdest like champions. He's gonna hurt himself. <laughs> 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 
This was in 2015, by the way, people. If yes. You're, if you're wondering. And there we go. That was weird. That was the strangest match I think we've ever watched on this. I don't know. The nine-year-old girl was creepy because it's like Kenny Omega's putting his face in her crotch. Right. And it's like, dude, at the very least, this is supposed to simulate sex instead of a a child. <laughs> so, but anyway, so next week, um, Mothership is unexpectedly going to be in town. So uh, we will not be doing a show. No, we will not. I realize where that thing is. There we go. So... Uh, if you guys enjoyed the new sets and everything, remember to like, follow, subscribe, whatever, you know, the thing on the bottom, whatever it's saying. Uh, click the link or uh, scan the barcode yep. where you can follow us on all of our socials. Uh, we'll get the new set and everything together. There will be more changes to come. Yep. So uh, keep in mind with that. And as always, be majestic.